flooding tunnels over that ridge. We'll get in that way. What was your job when you were based here? Sanitation. Sanitation? <laughs> then how do you know how to disable the shields? I don't. I'm just here to get Ray. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. <laughs> oh, really? You're cold? <laughs> Come on. Ahoy there, mateys. Welcome to the premiere Jaws podcast. With us, you're going to get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. Now nah, I'm just kidding. Hey, party people and Sebulba fans. Welcome to episode four of the Boonta Eve Party Planners. I'm Joe, and I'm transmitting today from the Forest Moon of Endor, located in the Pacific Northwest, where my co-host at. That's me, Malachi, and I'm coming at you from Cloud City, Bespin, a.k.a. Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm Paco, coming at you from the city of Theed by the river, a.k.a. Richmond, Virginia. Though I'm sure both of your towns feel like Tatooine right now, am I right? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. cool 75 degrees here on Endor today. <laughs> That's summer for us here. I don't even think it's 75 yet. Anyway, um, we had a little bit of listener feedback this week. We had one listener, at Hallways or Always, who said, uh, for loving Star Wars so much, you all sure do complain a lot. And yeah, <laughs> that's pretty true. But that's part of the love of it, isn't it? It is. So. It's like it's like uh, it's like when you pick on your little brother. You know what I mean? I've, I've exactly. seen these, I've seen these movies so many times. All I can do is make fun of them now because that's all I got. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Yes, we love it so exactly. much. And my thing is, we're not we're not like hating. There, there's a difference between having fun jokingly about the series that we, you know, we still love it. And then like the people who just flat out hate and complain about every little thing. We're not that. So it's completely different. Oh, absolutely. I think we've all mentioned that we all absolutely love every single movie. Well, at the exception no, of Paco, maybe not a hundred percent loving the rise of Skywalker. I hate it. I watched it. I watched it like three times now. You don't hate I've it. I've given it three watches now. I hate it. I hate it more every time I watch it. Ugh. Interesting. Oh, Where I found that? out that Beaumont's last name is Kin. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea. I saw it online somewhere. So it might not be true. JJ only cast Mary Duck because he oh, yeah. won a bet in like a soccer game. Because somebody won a soccer match, Mary Duck Brandy Buck got, got to go on to Hobbit. a Star Wars film. So that's how that worked. Um, I also have to apologize to everybody for last week's episode being episode three, which ended up being all about episode four. And that's really confusing. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we probably should have thought that one out better. So I think we're going to call this one. This one's going to be episode force. But I'm <laughs> so clever. I love it. Dad jokes abound. Uh, what have you guys been I up to the last went, couple of weeks? I went on vacation. That was fun. Went down to North Carolina. Yeah, I got, to, got a week off of work. Got to go down yeah. to North Carolina, see my in-laws who I haven't seen in a long time. That was a really great time. Really fun. So relaxing. It was beautiful. Uh, went to the beach a lot. It was cool. Uh, Calvin had a great time. Uh, and yeah, Calvin's birthday's coming. Joseph, your birthday. When, when, when's your birthday? Uh, yeah, see, I knew it was late. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Two days ago. Uh, welcome, welcome to the 40 Club. I knew, I knew it was two <laughs> Thank days late. You. I knew it was the 10th. I was like, I think it's the 10th. Seriously. I always forget yours and Carl's. Oh, I can never forget. I Carl's, know you guys are so close. So I can close just never mind. remember the dates. It's like you guys are two days apart, but I can never remember what the combination of days is because I'm an idiot. It's like the one time a year I actually message Carl and say, "Hey, happy <laughs> birthday!" And then two days later, he messages me back and says, "Hey, happy birthday!" And that's like the extent of our correspondence. And for listeners, just so you know, Carl's another one of our lifelong friends, and honestly, he should probably be on this podcast right. too. Yeah, nowadays, like Star Trek more than Star Wars, I think. Yep. Yeah, so that, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Thanks. No offense, Star Trek. Uh, nothing big. Uh, still gaming with all this. Um, I just finished all four games in the um, primary uh, Uncharted saga on the PlayStation. And then I started The Last of Us, which is a heavy game, man, especially knowing it takes place during a pandemic. It's so I've been having to actually can't, like, I haven't been able to do like straight through. So I've been, uh, 
half of that, and then I've been playing uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron because I've just been in the old school 80s cartoon kick lately. So cool. That's basically what I've been doing the last two weeks. I've been playing The Last of Us too. Sure, it came out in 2013, but uh, I had not played it. And it sort of feels like an <laughs> augmented reality game now, playing it in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Paco, yeah, do you, yeah, have you yeah. heard of I've never this played game, The Last of Us? I, I, I mean, now yeah. we'll, the second... that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, neither had I, obviously, which is why I'm playing it now. But mainly because the second one came out. And I was like, oh, that looks like I kind of want to play it. And some people I really respect uh, had mentioned that it was amazing. So I'm like, oh, I should check it out. Um, but it's fun. But it does, definitely has a different feel playing through a pandemic. Because the other thing I've been doing is we've been trying to venture out a little bit more with the kiddo. And um, he likes to go to parks. And all the parks are basically closed or full of kids, which no thanks. I'm not going to bring a virus vector around another giant group of virus vectors to bring a virus home to me so pass on that so instead i throw him over the fence at the park at the school park <laughs> and we just play in like the abandoned park basically <laughs> so it has a very it has a very last of us feel so the wind will blow and all the leaves will rattle and there's like nobody out there so that's awesome um he really enjoys that so yeah he likes having all the equipment to himself and just being able to go to buck wild that's basically been our uh my yeah. three weeks I guess three weeks. Yeah, it's been three weeks. So I, I just like you. I just I'm just picturing like this flipping over a fence real quick. Come on, go. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I just kind of like toss him over, and then I leap over, and that's it. So like, all right, you guys are using like the over. seesaw to get back over. You're like launching him over with the seesaw to get back. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to swing real high and just jump off the swing. That's that's the only way to do it. Uh, today's topic, um, if you may have noticed, I made a little joke at the beginning about it being about the Force. Uh, we're going to talk about the Force, since we've been so linked to the Force lately with our timing of both the celebration cancellation in our first episode, or was that second episode? And then our talking <laughs> shit about Batman and Robin right before Joel Schumacher died. Um, yeah, I figure now might be a good time yeah. to talk about the Force, because clearly we're tapped into some flow, of it. dog. My middle coronary count is high. So Doctor said so. That Force flow. I wish you could go to the doctor. Go to the doctor, and he'll use his little Gillette razor thing to Sneak tell your you blood, what your, not tell you, <laughs> your not tell you what is. it's really for. Just be like, oh, I'm just checking blood for viruses, dog. Man, <laughs> for real. Yeah, Qui-Gon's such a liar. And it makes me think, okay, so if his midichlorian came back as being just kind of normal or non-existent, yep. would Qui-Gon have just left him on yep. Tatooine? Peace out. He's like, all right, thanks for helping win that pod race. Um you and your mom are still slaves, so thanks again. Knowing the type of Jedi Qui-Gon was, I think, yeah, he would have straight left him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did try the yep. Jedi mind trick to just steal the parts to begin with, to pay with currency that didn't even work. So, I always thought about that, yeah. like, man, when did that would have worked? And, like, days later, like, Waddle's got a bunch of money he can't even spend. Yeah, that, it's, so, it's such a jerk move. <laughs> People with the, the uh, well, that that I guess that's something we could talk about later is the force making some people jerks. Uh, <laughs> they they jerky stuff. It leads right into the whole idea of the living force because Qui Gon was all about like just using the living force. Yeah, that was one of the things I noted very quickly was that Qui Gon is very, very much into being able to manipulate the force to get what he wants, which you doesn't do particularly yeah, seem doesn't like seem... the way you're supposed to use the it's force. Like, uh... I mean, Obi-Wan, when he tricks the stormtroopers on Mos Eisley, like, he doesn't really, like, alter their their lives or anything. He's just like, no, nah, these aren't the droids, right? But, like, in episode two, when he tells that guy to stop selling death sticks and go think about your life, like, he's ruined that guy's life, probably. Like, that guy's probably like, oh, what? And I've actually read... There is a whole backstory to that guy and how his life did get basically wrecked because of Obi-Wan doing that to him. <laughs> so his life was like Walter White in Breaking Bad and it was going really well and he was making a ton of money and then Obi-Wan just shut it down and then probably the Destic cartel probably, <laughs> probably. came after him. Because he probably fucked him or destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Disney Plus, hit us up. I think we have a Breaking Bad uh, slash episode <laughs> two connection that we might be able to write. <laughs> But no, like, yeah, the living force, I guess, is basically what you would consider the ability to get all your force powers from. Because it's not the cosmic force. The cosmic 
cosmic force basically leads into the living force. I guess we kind of have to define. Yeah, what yeah, the right. Force like, is what do you think here? Give me, give me it, what right? you're saying here. Break it down for me. So essentially, like we know that George Lucas kind of took the idea from Eastern philosophy of it being like a, a Taoist principle and like a key. So if we take those concepts, I'm assuming it's almost it's a living force that's in every creature. So everything mm-hmm. has a touch of the force in it. So mm-hmm, it's almost mm-hmm. the animation of a soul, I guess. And then those people that have high midichlorian counts, I'm using air quotes <laughs> on midichlorians, um, have a better they okay. have a better grasp of it. So like if you think think about it as being like I think I read somewhere I don't know who said it but it was a really good analogy. It's like we we all have uh-huh. the ability to do karate, right? Or like kung fu. So we all have that ability to do that. But somebody like Bruce Lee has a higher aptitude to be able to use like Jeet Kune Do or Kung Fu. He just has that ability inherently in him. Like, so like, that's kind of like having like a high I feel, yeah, I, Here's an even he better analogy for you. People who can dance good. Some people just dance good. Some people just take to dance really true, well. True. I got you. I feel you. Yep. But it's just, it's very specialized. Um, I kind of like the analogy I've made before that midichlorians is kind of like a router and that the force is basically Wi-Fi. So you can't see Wi-Fi all around you. Um, you can't inherently just use it on your own. But if you have a router, you can channel it. And then you can use uh, it as your own tool, essentially. So that's kind of the, that's the analogy I've used a couple times when trying to explain like why midichlorians aren't <laughs> entirely stupid. Oh, <laughs> Maxi, big the force. What smells think of it? Oh man, Mal, you're gonna you're gonna steal on my best job. No, he's not. He got a new one. Yeah, he's, got he's cool. You know, we're gonna have. <laughs> yeah, he upgraded to Jedi. So yeah, and he's badass Jedi. You know his um his like nickname in that is the Saber <laughs> Hand, which is fucking dope as shit. It's like so cool, and he has a purple lightsaber, which is also. Now nah, I'm kind of mad about that because I I, I want so, Mace wanted to be okay, the only so, one with the purple. Yeah, it's all right. They're cool. I think it has something to do. Okay, so that's another thing. It's like Mace Windu. The whole gray Jedi thing is bullshit. There's no such thing as a gray Jedi. It's not a it's, thing. It just doesn't. There's no such thing. It's not a nope. thing. But Mace Windu does this form that's basically kind of the closest you can get to using the dark side without actually yep. touching the dark side. And I wonder if that's part of the reason why his saber is purple. Like it just that's what he got on Ilum or wherever. That's he got a saber that's a cool cool fucking theory, Joseph. I like that, and uh, I'm surprised that's something they haven't done to explain that. Yeah, I don't know. I, the most I've read is that yeah, that he has his fighting ability and like the way he uses the forces as close. Yeah, he to can't. The dark yeah, side he as channels the dark side, over. but doesn't it doesn't uh, uh, embrace it. Was basically what I was reading about it. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then, so if we think of the the force just being this all-encompassing thing, then there really shouldn't be a concept of I was, a light I, side see, and a dark you're, side, you're right? You're already stealing my shit now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is no... like I like that <laughs> idea, and I like that concept that has been brought in kind of through things like uh, like Zeb's race. Like they, they use the force, they just don't call it the force. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, and, and like yeah they call it Ashla. Um, and like the, it's like the spirit and all of that the galaxy, kind of like there, it, there is no. It's not like it's two different things. It's all it, it, the only the difference between the light side and the dark side is who's using it. And uh, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like I said, even Jedi do. So like, <laughs> yeah. Like, did you see the episode of Rebels? Did you ever get far enough, Paco, that you saw the episode of Rebels where Ezra uses the mind trick? to have the stormtrooper basically walk like a walker off an edge of a, a platform. I think I did fall see to his that death. episode. And Kanan's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I think I saw that one. But yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can do, the Force does all kinds of weird shit. Like, even even the mo- people who say they have the most well intentions of using it still don't always do it the right way. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, even, like, I see we're not even going to talk about the chosen one and shit like that. Like all that shit is so weird to me. (laughs) Like when you think about it. Well, yeah, Anakin should have been the one that used the force for good. And then he ends up falling. And I guess that's the thing is like, 
I mean, to me, it, I, I feel it. It all comes down to the person. It's just like everyday lives, even like like people say they're good cops, they're bad cops. It's the way you choose to use the power you have. Yeah. And but I mean, if you if you yeah if if you're a bastard deep down down inside, you're gonna you're gonna you lose that power to do bad things. I feel you. I mean, do you think that Anakin was a bad person down inside, or can you literally be manipulated to the point where? You're like backed into a corner and you can't get out of it. Uh, uh, yeah, see, I don't know if Anakin was necessarily truly evil. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, he's a weird dude. I though. don't think he was either. And he does some weird shit. He's definitely yeah. See, he's like he's like the anomaly. And in I think this. it's all from he is. I mean, but even Ray, like Ray, unintentionally does some bad stuff, and that's all. I guess we're meant to believe kind of because of her lineage you know i you know what i take that back she doesn't actually do anything bad not on purpose ray never does anything spiteful or hateful yeah on purpose it's almost like it slips out like there's something in her that just yeah the force lightning she wasn't trying to do that and it even surprised her that she did it i just i don't understand how the force would have even let it happen Uh, but you know what i guess it kind of you know okay so she uses the force lightning. She thinks that Chewie's dead, but in all actuality, the force just killed a whole bunch of stormtroopers yeah, on that true. transport. <laughs> like in, in a way, she just used the force just utilized it to get what it needed to get done. And I guess that that's kind of like the cosmic force. So the cosmic force, in a way, is bigger than just the person. Like in Rogue One, when the force literally just uses Shirot to walk towards that platform to flip that switch and the force prevents him from getting hit by any blaster bolts until he does the job that the force has decided he needs to do. And then it's like, all right, you did your job. So now you can die. All right. It's like once the force uses you and it's done with you, it's, it's just discards you in a way. So I think that has more to do with the cosmic force than like the living force. I gotcha. I feel you. Okay. Okay. I up where you're putting now, but yeah, it's, I just consider it like fate. But back to the living force and the ideas there, the whole age thing is kind it of is. weird too. It all seems like it starts almost immediately. And that kind of enforces the idea that there is no inherent good or bad either. Because Baby Yoda's got the force automatically. Like he's a baby. I don't care that he's 50 years old. That child is a baby. If you gave him a bag of Doritos, that little bastard would have orange <laughs> Doritos yeah. all over his hands. Because that's what babies yeah. do. Exactly. And that's what adults <laughs> but he's do. unscrewing the knobs and like like a thing a toddler would do. So yeah, he's he's a, he's definitely a baby. Exactly, kiddos are little shits, and Baby Yoda is a little shit, and that's that's just his character. You gotta love it. It's like a it's like dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm a baby, gotta love them. I don't like. I don't even like the more I've been thinking about it lately too. Like the Jedi, I don't like that they're like doing this I don't like the children aspect anymore I don't like little kid stuff like that I don't think I don't think we were ever supposed to really like it I, yeah, I think I don't it's like always that been shit. a problem like, I mean even even if you're a priest you don't you don't make that decision until you're an adult you know what I mean like you can't I don't know I, yeah yeah it takes away free will and I think I think what it did was I think that the Jedi took the concept of the cosmic force too literally in there. Well, you know what? That's your fate. So now you're going to be a Jedi just because you have a high midichlorian count. We're going to snatch you up before anybody else does. And you can't have any attachments. You can't love anybody yeah. in a traditional sense. Yeah. It's very cult-like. Both yeah. The Jedi and the Sith are just yeah, cults. They're, not, they're not really any better in the long run when you look at it, like especially the way it's practiced. I was saying because Luke even makes that point in The Last Jedi. Oh, absolutely. The Last Jedi does such a great job um, of bringing all the things that I think Lucas was trying to say in the prequels to the light. Like the Jedi fell because of their hubris. They didn't see a Sith Lord because they were too busy focusing on everything else. They basically started to embrace science more than the faith itself because that's why they're relying on midichlorian counts and science instead of you know, the actual faith of things. And I think that's what a Lucas tries to do in general, because even the empire is this technological Uh terror, right? And it's always taken down by nature. 
like the Ewoks on Endor can take down the Empire because they're part of nature. The Force is part of nature, whereas the Empire is this sterile, industrialized nice. machine. I like that. I like that. You're very smart, Joseph. But I, I've been having a lot of time thinking about <laughs> like worlds, just like we said last episode. <laughs> Lots of time pretend land. It's true. Well, the so the Force and like Starfighter battles are my two favorite things in all I mean, Star Wars. I, so I don't know something yeah, about it, the Force. It's is very cool. cool. It's a very cool, interesting. I like. I, I it's it's a cool concept. Like it, just the idea of like, look, we worship this shit, and if you you play right, you get fucking superpowers. Like, <laughs> and then you have people like uh like Sherwood and uh, Baze from or Boz. Baze, Baze, Malbus, Baze. From Rogue One, who literally don't have any force powers, but still somehow they're connected. Oh, to I, I feel like True's using it, man. He, especially the he fight scenes and stuff. Like he's, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like he's using it and doesn't know it, or I don't know. He probably knows it, or he could have been lying the whole time. He could have been secretly a Jedi. That's what I would have done eventually. <laughs> I mean, in hiding, because yeah. it was during the That's dark times. That's how I would have um, played that story. It makes sense. And they're not even part of, but they're not even Jedi, technically. They're not even part of, like, the Jedi religion. They're part of the wills. Yeah, they're the, the guardians they're of the like, wills. Like the Emperor's cult and fucking Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah but the Jedi eternal. version. That's a good point. I hadn't actually thought about that. That's pretty much what the guardian of the wills are, I guess, is they're just the opposite yep. version of the Sith cultists. Same thing with, like, um, Lord Santana. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, I don't. Is Lord Senteca, is he's like a force I follower? Think, I thought he was more like a space archaeologist. Like Dr. Of. Afra? Yeah, I think, but you think he just relies in, yeah. in studying the force? He's interested in that aspect. He's, uh, he, like, Afra's interested in weaponry and shit like that. He's interested in, like, actual history and, like, the Jedi as a history and why that history was lost to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, I mean, he's the one that helps Luke find that temple on Octo. I mean, Luke trusted him so much. He had a piece of the map to find him for Christ's sake. Yeah. The only piece of the map when it comes to the force powers, I I just think it's something that's like always evolving too, like how you can manipulate the force because force projection is a whole nother thing. I mean, what Luke does in The Last Jedi is something that is crazy, but then what Rey and Kylo do as a dyad with it, it breaks my brain. I can't I can't wrap my head around how the Force allows you to move a physical object through time and yeah, space. Yeah, I'm not into that. Else. I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> like Malachi, do you think it has something to do with uh, the world in between worlds? That somehow you could basically use the force to move through that and move objects from I do because remember I mean it's similarly similar to ah, similar to how Ezra saved Ahsoka. True, he pulled her out of the past. Yeah, that's actually yeah. so yeah, I mean I guess if we can accept that we can accept that. I oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I know. It's pretty trippy uh in general. And it's that's what's cool about it is that it's constantly evolving and has the ability to change depending on how well you can write it and how well you can justify it. But it's taken me a long time to try to come to terms with how that works. Like how in a moment of like fighting and passion that they have like on his Star Destroyer and when he's on Kajimi, how like they're fighting and literally stuff is spilling between the two different places and how, yeah, like she can transfer water from the Island onto his Star Destroyer in the last Jedi. Like he actually has water on his hand from the Island crazy or him like snatching her necklace exactly like Paco I don't know if you remember this but do you remember before Mm -hmm. the prequels came out that we had a really big discussion on whether or not Luke was using the force to jump out of the carbon pit and remember we were were like I don't know I think it was just a really good jump like at that point we didn't even know whether or not you could use the force on your own body to move that's the thing too if you notice Every movie introduces some kind of new force power that you haven't seen before. Like uh, episode one, it's it's running fast. You can see they fucking run fast using the force and yep. do amazing jumps with it in that one too. Uh, what else is new? Like even for, like 
There was something else. My him oh, catching um bl- a blocking laser blast fire with your lightsaber. You see that it for the first time in Return of the Jedi. Uh, there, every movie's got something new, and the force projection thing. I didn't have a problem with that because that's also canon. Even it's in that book. It's in that Jedi fucking book that fucking Ryan Johnson used as a fucking research material. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was it was a book on. Uh... It's like a fake yeah, Jedi, Jedi journal type or book. some shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Jedi textbook yeah. and there's a Sith one and there's a bounty hunter one. It's like one of those ones. I don't necessarily have a problem with new force powers or anything like that. Some of them are weird to me. And like I yeah, the moving things, that's weird. Now I'm saying like going like going back to the whole um Luke in the carbon chamber, I think it was force based because I mean, Yoda even was training him on jumping. Yep. I yeah, ne- oh, watching absolutely. it again, I yep. totally agree with you. I mean, it's just like we know that, obviously, we yeah, Wookiee's yeah, language yeah. now. Listener, just so you know, that was a real sore subject for a while, whether or not Wookiee was a language, which obviously we know now. So so how do you use the force to move fast? How yeah. does that work? If it's a life energy force around everything, how do you use it to move quickly? I get it, like, with changing people's thoughts, even moving objects I can kind of see. I don't know. Is it the same principle as moving an object? Is like pulling a lightsaber to yourself? You're just using the force to push yourself? Yeah. Self-force push, dog. Just like jumping. That's all you're doing there. You're just giving yourself a little extra push off the ground. That's true. That's a good Another good one, too, was like, um, was uh, Dark Maul being cut in half and like using his hatred and the force to kind of keep his keep innards in. <laughs> and that's that's a great point is I think that part of the dark side is this need to always live because that's what Sidious is all about. That's all he wants to do is live forever. He wants to create this immortal line and just live forever. The tragedy is, is that Sith can't do the one thing that Jedi can to live forever, which yep. is become a force ghost. So they have to use, I guess, dark science and cloning in order to achieve their means or just hatred to kind of naturally elongate their life. That is weird. And when you really think about things, the force ghost thing didn't even happen until really late in the concept of the Jedi, because the closest person anybody got yep. to it was Qui-Gon and he didn't even become a force ghost. He became a voice through the cosmic force to try to help Yoda become a force ghost for the first time. He helped, he helped Obi-Wan do it first though. I, I think, I don't know chronologically if that's it or not, because Yoda is learning in Clone Wars how to become a okay. force ghost. Because he goes to that place and there's those different spirits that are essentially force ghosts, but they're more like a Greek chorus. They have the different faces, um, like happy, sad, anger. And he has to go confront, uh, he has to go to Moraband and he confronts Darth Bane and then Sidious and Dooku kind of like try to stop him from doing it. Yeah. All that was just so that he could learn how to become yeah. a force ghost. Also in um, Revenge of the Sith, like when his last lines, oh, he was like, I've got some training for you to do in your exile. So he's like, That's right. Uh, yeah. Yoda knew it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of gave the, the manual Obi Wan. But they were the first ones to actually achieve it. So it took all that time, gen- like what, a thousand generations before anybody realized that they could transfer their force energy into the cosmic yeah, force. Yeah, weird. And even then, and have you it's ever just noticed? those two that actually have done it. Anakin. That, those are the only ones. Yeah. And then, of course, everybody else can afterwards, it seems like. After the original trilogy, basically everybody's got that power. I don't know if they could tap into it because you have all the Jedi that talk to Rey. I get kind of give her the idea of like how to do it. Kind of like Qui-Gon. It was like the, not like actual Force Ghost. I don't think they have the full training that um, Yoda and Obi-Wan had. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's an after effect of the stupid dyad shit or whatever. Just like being able to pass shit through the force. It could be that could very well be like a dyad thing. That that's why. Um, but Luke and Leia also show up as force ghosts. Oh, that's true. Very true. But I mean, it's easy to assume. It's easy to assume that Luke was trained by Yoda and that. Luke kind of helped Leia too. Or even like I said, it, it just it may just be the super high midichlorian count from his father, because like that's why Anakin was able to do it. <laughs> that's true. Anakin didn't need anything. He was just like, "Hey, bitches!" <laughs> and then he yeah. went back and made himself younger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I'm, I bet Yoda was probably like, man, why didn't anybody tell me I could do that? Yeah. Or Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan be like, god damn. <laughs> That's something we could do? Great. I want my flowing locks back. Damn. Have, have you ever noticed how the Force ghosts um, start to become more physically enabled as time goes on, too? Like how Obi-Wan starts off as a voice, and then he turns into a ghost, and you can just barely see him. And then by Return of the Jedi, he's sitting <laughs> on logs. <laughs> and then Yoda's lighting shit on fire. <laughs> yep, exactly. Luke's catching stuff. Yeah, Luke's catching mm-hmm. stuff. And lifting freaking X-Wings. I I like the idea of Force Ghosts being like... I mean, they're ghosts, right? They're going to act like a ghost. They're going to be jerks. Like Yoda lighting shit on fire. Stuff like that. Well, like, why wouldn't he? He's a ghost, right? That's what ghosts do. <laughs> and he finds it hilarious. That, yeah. I love that in The Last Jedi just because it's like a return to the Empire Strikes Back version of Yoda where he's just like a little dick. A little weirdo. Yep, little weirdo. You know, for somebody who lost for somebody who lost his entire order, Empire Strikes Back Yoda is full of joy. He's just, he's, just, <laughs> he's a happy little guy that likes to beat on R2-D2 with his little stick. Over a flashlight. I think that was his character being alone for so long. Shouldn't have R2... Okay. Okay, so here's the thing. In the Clone Wars, R2 literally goes with Yoda to Dagobah. Why doesn't Yoda... R2 can talk to Luke in the X-Wing. He's like, oh, Yoda, yeah, I know who that is. He shouldn't have been surprised at all. <laughs> it's true. He should have been like, Yoda, why are you, why, the, why the fuck are you trying to hit me with the stick, yo? He's like, we're bros. I know you. It's like, I'm not a different astromech. I'm still R2-D2. My memory wasn't wiped, remember? R2's like, you know what? I'm not getting involved in this shit. I'm going to be a bystander. I know stuff. I ain't saying a damn thing. I know. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a documentary film crew. He's just recording everything and be like, well, I'm not going to tell anybody. They'll figure it out on their own. Yeah. And uh, Can't Paco, you, Paco, you said before, you brought up a good point about The Last Jedi and something I think we all kind of thought was going to happen that never happened um, about Luke and his ghost. I wish he, I wish he haunted Kylo Ren. Like Colin Trevorrow wanted to do. That would have been rad as fuck. I really wanted to see him just like constantly mess with him and like, yep. just tease him. And I, it had to have been the way it was going to go. Like you said, that was in like the original draft. Uh, I think they called that was the Duel of the Fates. Stupid ass name for a last Star Wars movie. Like, yeah, let's name it after the song in episode one. And something that was tossed around a lot. And then they just didn't do anything with it. Missed opportunity. Dangling through. Same thing with, um, like I said, like, why Anakin's, Anakin's ghost never appeared to him. Yeah. Like, should have appeared to Kylo. Like, look. <laughs> never to Kylo. I'm dead. I wish we had seen in the movie the ghost appear to Luke at some point. Or even Rey. I, I swear, like, is there a certain limit that you can use your ghost powers for that you can only do it X number of times and then you're timed out? That just, <laughs> Anakin used all of that really quick. <laughs> that was an original thing. That's an heir to the Empire, dude. An heir to the Empire, fucking Obi-Wan can't fucking come back to see Luke anymore because he's used it all up. He even tells him, he's like, you can only do this a certain amount of times, Luke, before you run out of force power to do it. See, Watch I... out for Grand Admiral Thrawn and his salamanders that fucking neutralize the force. Have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs> I kind of like that's, that. That's, serious. that's the thing in Heir to the Empire. That's why I hate those books. It's kind of like being a uh, spawn, I guess. You only have to, your countdown goes down to zero and that's it. You go back to hell. Yep. Yeah. Property of devils, your dog. Where all devils, demons, and ghosts go back to hell. So you br- actually, Paco, you don't have you haven't said in or seen anything on the new Thrawn books, have you? Like, nah. Like the ones that are I, I, well. So the ones that are actually canon now. It's actually an interesting point. So, so in Thrawn Alliances, he has to team up with Vader um, on like a mission that the Emperor sends him on, and then he realizes that he was on a mission once before with Anakin uh, back during like the Clone Wars because he was already part of everything. Anyway, long story short, uh, he recognizes Anakin's name as being a Skywalker because in the Chiss Ascendancy, where Thrawn comes from. They use the term Skywalker for anybody that has force abilities. Oh, interesting. Which essentially are only kids. So only kids have the force abilities and they use them on their ships for navigation. And then they they age out of it. So eventually they get too old and then they can't use the force anymore. Which makes me wonder if you have this natural app 
to use the Force, and if you don't do it, you you lose it. Which may be why the Jedi start the training early, so you don't lose the ability. Maybe. Good theories. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. That's good thinking. Because in uh in Rebels doesn't is it no no it's Clone Wars when uh Grampy Palps is out there snatching up kids that have Force abilities too, right? Yeah. yeah. And he brings them to Mustafar. It has yep. like a little a little uh nursery there on Mustafar with all his babies. Yeah. <laughs> See. I forgot about that. Empire too with um you know it's like with Luke initially like no he's too old. Yeah. Uh, I mean obviously Luke hadn't aged out of it yet. But maybe he was just on the cusp. Again, of I think that. Out. Um, no, either I think his was probably more lineage with the um, midi chlorian thing being so high in his family. Uh, yeah, that's what I think too. It's probably because of his dad more than anything. I guess the I mean, same for Leia Ray. and Ray. Look at Ray. Ray's about the same yeah. age. Yeah, so I think yeah, with it with it being like their families being so strong in the Force, they aged out of it. So yeah. I mean, Ezra yeah. Ezra can use the Force in Rebels, and he's like. What? How old do you think he is at the start? Like fifteen or sixteen? I think he's younger than that. I think. I think. 14. I think like fourteen. Yeah. Like thirteen, fourteen. But you don't seem to discover anybody at any point in any of the like material that's like forty and not been using the force. I don't think. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's kind of like Harry Potter, where they they try to get you young, like to train you young. That way, you you've got those abilities. Huh? Could you could you age out of it in Harry Potter too? Or did you always just have? I mean, happen? there were some that adults were never trying that were born in magical families, like um, what's the guy, um, Filch. Right. He was born to a magical family, but was never, but never got to attend school, and so he never had the powers. Okay, now we're a Harry Potter podcast. Sorry, Paco. <laughs> Apparently, we've we've gone from Jaws to Harry Potter. Maybe we'll go back to Star Wars eventually. Maybe. So. I wanted, well, since we're going to talk about other things, you know what I did watch as a research for this? I watched Spaceballs recently. And I'm, let's talk about the Schwartz, dog, because uh, I can see yours as <laughs> big as mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the Schwartz works just the same as the Force. You think? It has to. It, I can't, the differences aren't as apparent. I can't think of anything that, where the Schwartz works in a different way than the Force does. Mm hmm. I will say this, I feel like the Schwartz feels more like a dead religion than the Jedi and the Force does. <laughs> like, I have a really hard time coming to concept that all these people don't think the Force is a thing. I know the galaxy is huge, but they have to understand or have seen things. Like, I really don't see how Han Solo can be like, I've been across the galaxy. I've never seen anything that even comes close to the Force. And he hangs out with Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. We mentioned this in, I think, one of the first episodes. Chewbacca yeah. literally, like you said, saw Yoda chop a guy's head off. And then and then walk him to an escape pod and said, have a good day. Exactly. <laughs> it might be like R2. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I'm not I'm not even going to get into it. So, not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> he was like, it was too much before. Dead kids. You know what? No. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm 300. I, I don't I don't need any of this shit. Like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like Daddy Glover leaves a weapon. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time we get to The Force Awakens, then obviously Han can understand it because his sons. Yeah, poor Han. You know, doesn't yeah. believe in the Force, but and even then, ends then up like, with a Force kid. Yep. Yeah, but even then, though, like like even the the guys in the um. In the briefing room in um, in a New Hope, talking about like a hokey religion and like your sorcerer's ways. It's been twenty years, and it's not been that. Long. I can still remember things that happened twenty years ago. Come on, it is not that long. No, it I don't isn't. even think it's that long. I think it's more like like fifteen, isn't it? Isn't like Luke and Leia supposed to be like fifteen or sixteen at that point? No, they're twenty. Like it, they're no, like, they were like the twenty. Yeah, nineteen twenty. So yeah, it's, it's been twenty years. Come on. Yeah, God crazy and the force was such an important part of the entire structure of the government and the republic i mean yeah i guess that just goes to show how good palpatine did at just wiping everything clear i mean people don't even know that he's a sith lord they don't understand that he has any sith like force powers at all they just assume that he's some crackly guy attempted to get assassinated by the jedi order yeah they have no idea about any of that shit 
Except for the fact that, you know, his second-in-command walks around fucking talking about how he's Darth Vader. Like... (laughs) (laughs) With a a lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's fucking... Yeah, it's weird. So that's that's something I want to kind of mention, too. So how far away do you think that Vader can force choke somebody? Because he does it pretty far, but... Is it? It's kind of like the same way I think about telekinesis. Like, if I think about Jean Grey, can Jean Grey, if I'm Jean Grey, can I move something in your house right now? If I know where it's located in your house, can I use telekinesis to move it? So, same concept with Vader. If I know where you are in the galaxy and you have a coffee mug on your table, can I push that coffee mug over? Mm. I don't know, because like the one guy he does force choke at long distance, he's actually looking at him and through a viewer. So. I don't know, maybe like that connection where he can feel his life force because he's looking directly at it. Maybe you have to be like kind of focused on it to be able to move it from a distance. Hold on, Malachi. Did you say steal his life force? Do you... No. Oh, I thought you did, which would have been a really interesting concept because I've never thought about the idea of a force choke being that, that like you're not physically choking them. You're actually sucking the life out of them in a way. You're not taking it to use, but you're actually just transferring it out of them like like air. Like water out of a water bottle onto the ground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that why we, that is actually, and that's why when like Grampy Palps has a dyad, he's like, "Oh shit, I don't have to spill the wa- spill the water on the ground. I can just drink this up and then get a change of clothes and be rad as hell." <laughs> like I wonder, and that would actually kind of explain too on Padme. Yeah, like he kind of like took her life. Cause she she was she was like she was she wasn't being like choke choke but yeah so yeah. Are you, mm. are you sure she didn't lose the will to live? Yeah, that's how she died. I mean, I think so, but but the um but the fact that like he kind of drained her so much. I'm kidding. I'm totally on board. With and it. she's like, forget it. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Like, I actually really like that idea that the force choke is draining life from somebody because it's very much like a Sith power set. It makes perfect sense that they. They have the ability to take away and to like expel, but they don't have the ability to grant anything. It's it's always been weird to me when Luke force chokes the Gamorrean guard at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. I'm always like, geez, man. Exactly. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's weird. <laughs> it is weird because it's like that guy was doing his job. It doesn't seem like something he should have done. Like I assume we'll get it in the comics coming up. I have no idea where did he learn the rest of his training from, because he he doesn't go back to Yoda. The only time he goes back to Yoda is at the end of Return of the Jedi when he's like, "I've got a promise to keep." Well, no, I think I I I think you're reading too much into that. I think he went. He had to have spent some time with Yoda in between Empire and Jedi. For I sure. don't think so because he because even Yoda said something on the long lines of like um. I'm glad you returned to something like that. I'm thinking Luke went back to Obi-Wan's hut and found some stuff. Because okay. he does go back to Tatooine. All right, listeners. Uh, let us know what you think about where Luke got the rest of his training from. Because I really, I'm at a loss. I'm, I really think that they're going to come up with it in the comics. But as of right now, I mean, who could he even learn from? Like, unless they make a new character. I mean, he, he didn't learn from Ahsoka. I mean, they've already done that plenty in the comics anyway, yeah. so... I'm, I got he was freestyling, man. Freestyling, just freestyling. He's like, my my router says that I can go onto this website and get some force choke powers. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's do Sign it. me up. I know force choke. He he took like an online Bam. college. He went to like <laughs> Phoenix Online, <laughs> Mos Eisley Online, <laughs> Mos, Jedi Temple Online. No, you're right. It would <laughs> And how weird is it that that um, Sidious decided, you know what, I'm going to move into the Jedi Temple. Yeah, that is weird. And that's the thing. So, okay, so there's certain places that have inherent nexuses in the Force. Like Dagobah has the tree, and um, mm-hmm. Octu has the cave, the Force cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mortis, Mortis itself is its own like weird nexus in the Force. So, or Moraband is another weird nexus. So, like, how does the Force choose these different places to pool together? Like, what do you think happened in the Mortis arc? They, they went to it. They got shrunk down, and they're the size of midichlorians. And the father and the son 
and the daughter, they're all midichlorians. Like they're they're talking they're talking to midichlorians in that episode <laughs> or those episodes. Oh, so it's like it's like Ant Man then. No, no, it's more like that episode of that Treehouse of Horror episode where Lisa makes the city with her tooth and she gets shrunk down. That's what they did. They shrunk her down. They shrunk them down with the force because they had something important to tell. The midichlorians were like, "Yo, we got to tell these people." some important shit but how are we going to do that they don't listen to us we're so tiny and they shrunk them down we're so tiny and, <laughs> and that's, that's how it all it's how it went, dude it was like a twilight zone episode. i like it i like oh, it what if what if they were like midi chlorians that evolved like over time kind of like they started started <laughs> as little parasites and then they just grew into these people they got real big <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Oh. Like, I have a hard time understanding that episode, too, because at the end, you're kind of like, was it all a dream? And I, I don't think it was because Yoda takes it as face value that Obi-Wan talked to Qui-Gon on Mortis. That's true. But they just That's they just quite... end up back in the ship, which, again, maybe their ship got shrunk down like inner space. Or maybe <laughs> maybe, they, maybe the midichlorians decide to give them like a bad trip and they all just experience the same bad trip together and <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Baka, was it you telling me? Was it you that told me that um, George Lucas had planned on making the sequel trilogy about Metaclorians? Yeah, that was one of his original ideas. Apparently, like the sequel trilogy would have gone down to like the microverse and like been about like really would have been about Metaclorians. I, from what I gather, apparently, I mean, you take that as with a grain of salt. This is shit I read online. You can look it up. Look it up. Watch. You'll you'll find it. There's some quote of him talking about it. And even him being like, I don't know if people would have liked that. Like, I think that's what the quote is, what it's about, too. The article was like, why people don't like the sequel trilogies and stuff. And like, and Lucas being like, well, I would have done weird shit and they probably wouldn't like that. <laughs> For real. Nobody likes anything ever. It's a it's a lose-lose situation. I don't think you could do it perfect. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to please everybody. And that's the thing. People want people stuff go their own way and when it goes another way they get mad huffy and yeah so yes you can't you can't please them all i guess they can all please me because i'm very happy with the star wars movies same here i like i love all nine of them no problems so they're fun jams the only thing i haven't been able to get into is resistance and i don't even know what it is about resistance that i just i don't know just not my thing i i love rebels like rebels (laughs) i like almost if not more than the clone wars very true i like but man resistance i just can't it doesn't hit something for me i don't know if it's the lack of like them having like i said the force being a a thing that's there it's a lot of ships but they don't really do anything it's like a missed opportunity with all the racing there was no racing in that show there was maybe one episode of racing there's supposed to be a bunch of like expert ace pilots that are racers why isn't it more like wipeout the series weird i don't know (laughs) (laughs) f-zero yeah I like uh, I like the Clone Wars a lot. I love that show. Pleasantly surprised. And you know what I'm very excited for is the next season of Mandalorian. Can't wait to see what the hell Din and fucking everybody's gonna get up to in that. That's gonna be a tight ass show. I feel like, and it's just starting. Yeah, so I can't wait for. I'm I can't excited. wait for that baby to do more of that magic hand stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to see just more cool shit. I want to see more about John Carl uh, John Carlo's character. What's his name? Moff yeah. Gideon. Moff Gideon. I want to know more about the. I want to know more about the original client. What the hell was his deal? Like, there's so much, and every. Oh, I just love that show. That show is so fantastic. It has. I just love that third episode. No, I think it was the second episode. Is one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars out of everything. The episode with the sand crawler and he fights the Jawas. That episode yeah. and the 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 Mudhorn. God, I just that mess. Yes, it's like super Star Wars for the SNES, and it's just fucking fantastic. The disinter- disintegration gun. Uh, you yep. know what? We're gonna have to talk about the Mandalorian at some point soon. Uh, well, of course we are. We're gonna we're gonna run out of other stupid shit to talk about. We're gonna be talking about that real soon. We should probably do that probably around when episode or season two. Oh starts. yeah, I think we should do uh, yeah. season like episode recap. Yeah, yes. episode one breakdown. Yeah, episode, season one breakdowns. Dope. And Ken, what we think is gonna happen in season two? Exactly. We'll have to do it closer to the time of the send off, like when it's gonna show up. Yeah. See, what I was gonna say before was I'm I'm just happy that their production was finished before the world went to hell. I'm glad they got everything shot. So that was the that was the good thing. Because it might be a while before yep. we get anything else. There should have been an, 
Star Wars filming right now, and it's not because they are supposed to have one in yep. 2022. I think was the next movie of whatever it was going to be was supposed to come out. Johnson's trilogy, I think, right? Wasn't it supposed to be the first? I don't Johnson know. They haven't really been saying anything about that lately. They've only been talking about the just mentioning the Taika Waititi project. And I don't even think that was the one that was supposed to come out in 2021 or 22. So they have never said what it's supposed yeah, to be. They haven't even mentioned the Game of Thrones guys, the one they were working on. So uh, who knows? Who knows what the next Star Wars thing will get? Well, they got kicked off. Like they're those guys aren't making. Yeah, they got. Yeah, those guys aren't making anything anymore. Oh, okay. They got shit canned. I don't know. It's going to be a while for sure because they tried to go back to filming the new Jurassic Park movie, and a bunch of people got the virus, and now they can't film again. So yippee! That's the way the world is now. Yep. And who wants to go to a movie theater anyways? Get out of here. People are crazy. Speaking of which, do you know what the number one movie is this week? The Empire, Empire Freaking Strikes Back. <laughs> That's right. July 2020, our number one box office film for this week is The Empire Strikes Back. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me. That's the best. I mean, it doesn't make me happy that people yeah, are going to the movie theaters because what the fuck, guys? I'm glad that at least it's for Empire Strikes Back. A drive through would be a good way to see that. That's yep. a mostly the, that's a mostly the money coming from our drive-throughs because like I, like the which is crazy because like the the past three weeks the top films at the box office last week was Ghostbusters the week before that was Jurassic Park the week before that was Jaws so it's like yeah that's great yeah Utopia Zootopia was one that's week. so weird so. <laughs> yeah that's fucking crazy all right bros um so where can we find you guys at. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Paco Bentley. Uh, if you want to look at pictures of my cute ass kid and uh, what I'm listening to, my cute ass kid is also going to be two soon. Nice, congratulations! <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, isn't that crazy? And me, you can find on YouTube at Dynamite Geeks D Y N E Geeks. You can also find me on Facebook at Dynamite Geeks and on Twitter at at Dynamite Geeks, all one word. Right on. Uh, if you want to find me anywhere, I'm on almost any service on at Lord Firedeath. So that's Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find the podcast on Instagram at the Boonta Eve Party Planners. On Twitter, we are at Beep, B E P P Podcast. Um, and we should have a new episode hopefully in two weeks, barring any incident. Thanks for listening, guys. Wherever you guys listen to your podcast, give us a rating. Anything like that helps us reach more ears. And Hopefully you guys are enjoying listening. We appreciate all of you guys listening to our rambling. So hopefully it's fun. Leave us. Yes. Very fun yeah. Stuff. Leave us feedback. It's always fun to hear what you guys think about stuff. So again, uh, thanks for listening. And until next time, Mace Windu, what you got to say? This party's over.